This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu Coming up today, we talk musky fishing on Mille Lacs with Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service. And we stick around that area for our Lake of the Week with Rick Brusewitz of the Aitken Area Fisheries Office. It's all coming up. I'll turn the lake into a big old ass. I never use less than 20 pound tails. If you're fishing with me, you're fishing with the best. And if you're not, who is there? I'll soon you I catch more fishes than the seagull birds. If you all ain't fishing, you're a bunch of nerds. Cause the fishes all tremble at the side of me. Cause I'm fishing. Bob yeah. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, time once again to check in with Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service, who, as we speak, is sitting on Lake Malax on a beautiful day. And it doesn't get much better than that, I wouldn't think. No, it, it is a beautiful day. Uh, it's been fun, you know. I've got Brian and Paul with me. In fact, these are a couple of the guys from this spring, that contest we had, full-day muskie guided trip for half-day price. We're having fun. We're having a great time. They're fun guys. They know how to muskie fish, which makes it much easier. One of them is fishes the professional muskie trail once in a while, and he's done pretty good. So we're happy and excited to have him on board. And uh, we're just putting our time in, you know, so everything is good. All right. Well, you you know, guys who know how to fish on a beautiful day, that's, you know, maybe you could even cast one or two. Well, I've been they've been asking questions about, you know, about different things, and I'm no expert, you know, but the good Lord smiles on us once in a while, and we talked about about some different techniques and strategies, and I showed them a few of the things we did and a few modifications and stuff, and they told me some things I never knew. So, you know what? It's a win-win situation all around. Uh, beautiful weather. It's just been unbelievable gorgeous. The water temperature 7 hasn't really gone too higher than 75 degrees. You know, those evenings again have been very, very cool up here. Put an extra blanket on the other night just to keep a little warmer, which should never be this time, excuse me, this time of year. But uh, big pike are moving a little bit. The muskies are starting to move. Like I said, we're getting more hits than follows, and I'll live with that any day. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve. I mean, we've uh, kind of enjoyed those mid-'70s temps because it's uh, it's made the uh, walleye bites stick around a little longer and keep them a little more active than they typically would be into August. But I would assume there's a, there's a higher temp that really triggers the muskies. What is your optimum water temp for a summer muskie bite? 
Well, that's a fantastic question, Kevin. Uh, optimum perfect temperature I found for muskies to really get them going is when we hit that 77 degrees on the big lake here. That has always been the triggering, you know, temperature to get fish moving. Now, remember, I've been fishing the lakes for well over 40 years, and ever since the conception of the muskies, I keep a pretty good logbook and track of everything. And during midsummer, when the summer rushes on, it's around 77 degrees. Get some kicking off and get some moving good. Now, that's talking more towards the, the mid-lake weed beds, nothing really close to shore because the oxygen level is less. But the mid-lake weed beds, and we got a lot of weed beds that are anywhere from a quarter mile from shore to a mile, a mile and a half away from shore. And we're also lucky enough, we're getting more deeper lake weeds, you know. We talked the other week, 16 feet to 22 feet. And so uh, this is what the action is, is, and it's going to be getting better as the water temperature gets near the 77. Right now, we've been holding 73 to 75 and a little bit more. So uh, I'm sitting here with bated breath waiting for the temperatures to go up. What are you seeing out there today? A little bit of wind. We got a little southeast wind. That's not bad. A little bit of a cold breeze last night. Uh, not bad. It felt like a small cold front, but that's what we've been having on and off for the whole last uh, couple of weeks. But uh, things are doing pretty good. The part I don't like is that we get to certain areas, and we got one heck of an algae bloom, Kevin. If you can see two feet down, you're awful, awful lucky. And that shows that there's a lot of activity happening underneath the surface in the weeds and in the mud and in the sand. And so far, you know, with that kind of activity from the algae and everything, you know, you're causing a different food chain reacting. And you've got different crustaceans and microorganisms going. You've got perch attacking them. You've got walleyes moving in, smallmouth moving in to the shallows going after everything. And it doesn't take long that the northern pike and the muskies are after the same other foods, you know, that this weather is given. So it makes it a little bit tougher as far as catching the bigger fish when they've got natural food to go after this time of year also. What seems to be the thing they like the most from you as an angler? Talk nice to them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good question. Uh, it's been it's been the spinner baits again has been one. You know those rad dogs have been doing pretty good. I got no complaints about that. We're getting some decent hits on the new rad dog prototype. The public hasn't seen it yet. I've been blessed to try it, but uh, have yet to have anything decent, big, bold, boated on it for pictures. Uh, glide baits have been doing okay. Your phantoms and things like that. We have done some experimenting with some suix jerk baits this time of year. Had small action there as well as the Wade's wobbler had some action going there. Got some nice pike on them this year already. But uh, inline spinners, you know, are not inline spinners, excuse me, spinner baits have been good. And inline bucktails with the double blades, like the 8s and the 10s, they've been doing good, Kevin. And Muskie Mayhem has their uh, trigger lure. It's a inline bucktail. It's got two different size blades on it. And that we've taken some nice fish on as well. So it's been a number of different things. It's just a matter of you keep trying to find out what they want. Okay, well, that's that's kind of the thing with all fish, with muskies even more. I think more than anything, you know, you need strong shoulders, you need strong arms when you're throwing those baits out there all the time. But you need a patience level that I might be lacking to be a good muskie angler. Well, I think you would do good, but yeah, it is a patience level, you know. The three of us here today, right now, we were talking before we got together, you and I, we're talking about what consists of a good day. You know, to a lot of us guys, a good day is you see a couple fish. A good day is catching one fish. An exceptional day is catching anything over two, three, four, up to nine, ten, twelve, or fifteen. Those are exceptional days. But for the true musky fossario, 
who truly enjoys the hunt, the challenge, and the pursuit of the game. Just being on the water and seeing a few muskies is, is the main thing. Getting hit is the exception, and boating one, I tell you what, you're batting a thousand percent right there with just one fish a day. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, for a muskie angler, that's uh, that would be pretty close to paradise if you could uh, reel in one a day. Oh, it, it, it would be the ideal scenario, and the, you know how the rule of thumb goes. You and I've talked about it. You know, the, the fish of ten thousand casts. It doesn't necessarily have to be. I mean, I sound like a broken record, but it's the truth. You learn to set the hook on anything and everything. That little bump is a hit from a muskie, a northern pike, 90% of the time or more. It's a double tap, you know, but set the hook on anything. I get some guys that, oh, it's a weed, Steve. It was a weed. And I told him, I said, if it was a weed, where is it on your lure? I don't see it. Set the hook on anything and everything. For the guys and gals that have listened to me for years and fished with me, they've been reaping the rewards, let's say. Later on in the show, we'll explore our Lake of the Week, which is just northwest of Lake Malax. But up next, more from Steve Sabaniak. I'm Will Pampus from Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors because Ted Jackson needs all the help he can get. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Jason Durham, the smarter and better-looking Jason, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Steve Sapaniak of Predator Guide Service, my guest. He's a musky angler and musky guide on Lake Mille Lacs. And Steve, I've heard of, you know several pretty decent reports of action. I have not heard of anything really big this year. I, that doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but I sure haven't heard of anything really big. What about you? Uh, no, no, I have not. In fact, the guys I'm fishing with right now, like I said, these gentlemen know how to musky fish, and they're talking the same language, you know, we've been talking all day, and other other people up by your area. We're having some action when, when we should be. We're getting some fish boated, which is always there. But have we seen the really big ones? No. I think the biggest I've seen this year is 54 inches. Uh, have we taken any real big ones yet this year? Not yet. I'm afraid it's going to be one of those roundups for September. We always know that fall bite for muskies tends to be the absolute best. Uh, it's kind of odd, Steve, because we, we're looking for really warm weather to get them going in the summertime, but it's that cold right before the lake freezes over weather that uh, also is a great time for them. But, um, you know, we're, we're, it looks like that's what we're going to have to wait for this year. I'm afraid so. You know, we're waiting for that uh, fall peak to begin where the muskies and the northern pike and every kind of fish Mother Nature says, hey, water temperature's changing, it's getting cooler, you got to fatten up for the upcoming winter, and you got to keep yourself nice and fat for the upcoming spawn. So they start to put on the feed bag. We were talking about the blondes over here today. We talked about the blonde muskies quite a few times today. Those blonde muskies, when they come through the water, the area surrounding them illuminates, depending on the size of the fish. I've seen illumination from three feet around, which is six feet okay, uh, you know, three feet on each side, to ten feet around. Those are big fish. I mean, I've seen 57, 58, 59 inches come into the shallows near the rocks those time of years. And when those big pigs come in, the whole area illuminates. Now, the reason why these fish, we call them blonde, is they spend, Kevin, all spring, summer, 
and early fall in the deep water chasing the tulipy whitefish and ciscos. There is it's all dark down there. There is no light to keep their color. So they lose all their color and they stay blonde until they go back to the shallows in late fall and spend the winter by the weeds where they get their color again. But it's fun. It's it's a great time to see these fish. It's even better to catch one. Okay, yeah, yes it is. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, so what about the uh, walleye guys, the bass guys? What are you hearing from those guys? Well, the guys who are fishing walleyes are on other lakes right now. They're not yeah. doing too bad. You know, Borden Lake has some nice fish. Smith Lake, Salt of Mille Lacs Lake has some nice fish. It has some really good structure. The walleyes are going pretty decent there, and I'm not going to say gangbusters, but if you know how to you know, use a Lindy rig, you're going to have some luck with the giant leech. But crawlers on uh, spinners have been working much better when bottom bouncers have been doing pretty good. you got Little Ripple Lake north of here. It's a great panfish lake, but a lot of people don't realize it's got a good concentration of uh, walleyes on it, as well as Farm Island. Farm Island's a great lake. I had a gentleman a couple of weeks ago. I was showing him the lake and everything. All he wanted to do was learn it. And he was impressed with the amount of walleyes we find on the breaks and the deep ledges. They're there. We found a lot of panfish to go with it, and as usual, the bass. But uh, Farm Island is doing pretty good right now. You can't beat that. Uh, you got other lakes close by us over here, you know, Platte and Sullivan, fantastic panfish lakes, but there again, too, they do have the elusive walleye in it, and they have them in by numbers. You just got to be smart and go get them. It's been a really good walleye year. I mean, from everything I've heard from every lake, uh, my personal experiences, the, the walleyes have bitten. They've continued to bite. And again, for, for the same reason that maybe the muskies haven't quite kicked in, those water temps have stayed fairly cool. Yeah, they have. You're absolutely correct. The walleye, it's been a great walleye bite, and it's been a fantastic smallmouth bite. There's, there's no problem with the smallies neither. Uh, this lake has really been exceptionally good for the smallies this year, as well as uh, Farm Island's been fantastic for the largemouth bass. It's just been kicking them out. You can't beat it. You know, so, yeah, you're right. The cooler water temperatures has made the fishing for every other species pretty darn good, except for the muskies. <laughs> well, it's, you know, we have years like that, right? We do. We, you, know, you know what? We're, we're happy to be alive and fishing. I can't ask for much more. That's right. And, you know, the cool thing you, you've told me every single week when we've talked, you know, there's, they're feeling the nibbles, they're feeling the bites, so you know there's lots of muskies down there, and that's, that's the key for future great muskie seasons. Exactly. You know, we're having our opportunities here and there, you know. I got to tell everybody, you know, if you feel that little love tap, you know, it's a muskie. You set the hook as hard as you can and as quick as you can. You know, you get it hooked, that's the optional part, you know. In, in, in reality, that would be great. But, you know, it happens. That's fishing. All right. Well, listen, Steve, if uh, somebody wants to get a fall uh, musky trip in with you before uh, it all freezes over on Mille Lacs, how can they get something set up? Well, thanks, Kevin. Just go to go to my website. It's uh, predatorguideservice.com. There's my landline is on there. Give me a call, 320 Seven five three five, or call me if I'm on the water. I'll take time to say hi, talk with you, and get something going. My cell number is three two zero three 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 two nine four one. And Kevin, if I'm booked up, Connor works for me. He's usually got some extra days open and stuff. He's a good fisherman. He knows his stuff. You know, I've been caught. I've fished with him for years. He caught on pretty good. So either him or I or both of us will be able to take care of your fishing needs. All right, he's Steve Sapaniak from Predator Guide Service, live on the water on Mille Lacs Lake on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. Steve, thanks for taking the time today. My pleasure, Kevin. Thank you. Again, up next, we stick around the neighborhood because our Lake of the Week is just northwest of Mille Lacs. Aitken Area Fisheries Supervisor Rick Prusowitz has the details. I'm Bill Rosedahl. 
proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. I'd like to invite you to drop a line in one of the 400 lakes in the Bemidji area. We have 160 miles of biking trails, forest trails, campsites. You can even get your picture with Paul Bunyan and Babe is Blue Ox. And when your adventures are done, we have some of the best eateries that Minnesota has to offer. Plus, much, much more. And don't forget to check us out at the Minnesota State Fair in the Education Building. Bemidji, one step further. I'm Kevin Cochran, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow! It's lake of the weekday, and once again we're headed over to the Aitken area, where we're going to check in with the area fisheries supervisor, Rick Brusewitz. Rick, welcome back to the show. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Well, we got another cool lake uh, in your area we're going to look at today. It's Cedar Lake, and uh, this is a fairly decent-sized lake, 1,700 acres, 1,700-plus uh, acres. And again, like uh, the last one we talked about, uh, as I look at the map, lots of lines, lots of structure, lots of little bays, lots of points. This looks like a very interesting lake. Oh, Cedar's a jewel. There's no doubt about it. Um, it's, uh, you know, tucked away a little bit. got to find it. But uh, you know, at at eighteen or seventeen hundred acres, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's there um, with lots of structure, deep water, shallow water, you name it. Again, uh, seventeen hundred acres, uh, lots of structure. Looks like you got all kinds of fish there. Uh, I see there might even be some muskies and eel pouts swimming around in there. There's, well, there's there's muskies. The eel pout thing, I, I, I it certainly wouldn't be a a, a go to target lake for eel pout. Okay. They're there. There's a fairly close connection with the Mississippi River, so we we do occasionally get them up there. But yeah, the muskies for sure. Um, uh, you know, and just like every other uh, you know <laughs> lake uh, where we started stocking muskies uh, a long while ago these fish have matured and there's some really nice ones swimming around there now is it kind of a go-to lake for musky anglers it it can be yeah 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 it, it's 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 a little bit uh so cedar besides having uh you know 1700 acres to fish on it's that 1700 acres is just it's filled with different bays there's almost 30 miles of shoreline so, you know, finding the, the fish in the right spot, you know, that's, that can be a challenge. Um, it also has some super deep water, over 100 feet of water in the, in the main basin. And that's the key for that lake, is especially for the muskies. That's what holds the, the, the cisco, the tulipy. And uh, they live in that deep, cold water, and, and uh, the big predators, uh, including muskie and walleye, and pike too, for that matter, take advantage of them. Well, Dan. Speaking of walleye, uh, it looks like you have some in there. Doesn't have a. Uh, it looks like it doesn't have a huge number of walleye. But what I'm seeing is your average weight is way up there. <laughs> uh, cedar is is the is definitely not a numbers lake. Um, you know, I think it's you know, typical two to three fish in that type of scenario. But um, the the fish are. Fabulous! Um, they really do make use of those tulipy, and seeing fish over thirty inches uh, uh, is is fairly common in our surveys. Um, and and again, uh, it looks like there's bass. A lot a lot of lakes have bass in your neck of the woods. This oh, one does as well. Yes, a- excellent bass fishery. Matter of fact, it's got some real trophies as well. Um, you know, numbers are moderate, but uh, again, the 
the size quality is, has been awesome there too. You, you mentioned the muskie growing there for a long time now. Uh, I mean, are we seeing fish over 50? Oh, sure. Oh. Yeah, we've been seeing fish over 50 for quite a few years. What is it considered? I mean, what what's the favorite fish for, for most anglers on that lake? <laughs> well, that all depends on who you talk to. Sure, of course. Um, <laughs> it, 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 you talk to a muskie angler, and it's obviously muskie. You talk to a walleye angler, and it's walleye. And you talk to a crappie angler, and it's crappie. And bass, my gosh, you know, it, it, it is a, definitely a go-to for bass as well. So it sounds like, uh, though, um, you know, it's kind of tucked away, it's not a real secret. No, no, not at all. Gets plenty of pressure, and I'm assuming uh, pretty good development on that lake, too. Oh, yeah, there's still a fair amount of uh, wild shoreline. Matter of fact, we recently uh, acquired another, I don't know, I think 1,600 feet of shoreline for uh, the the wildlife management area, which is where our public access is. And um, that's just gorgeous uh, shoreline, lots of bulrush beds and things like that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's he- heavily developed like most lakes, but there's still a fair amount of wild shoreline as well. Any AAS concerns on that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like, uh, just like uh, the last one we talked about, it does now have zebra mussels. They were first observed either last year or year before. So another one you just got to be careful of. Uh, make sure you don't want to move those guys around. Yeah. Boy, it's, uh, it just looks I uh, this looks like a lake I need to visit. <laughs> <It looks. laughs> yeah, you and me both. <laughs> uh, so where are we going to find Cedar Lake? Uh, uh, Cedar is just uh, west of Aiken, um, right off of County Road uh, 28. And uh, uh, it's it's the the access is well kind of if you take twenty eight goes between Highway two ten and and then on the other end is one sixty nine so it's it's fairly easy to find um, but uh, about halfway in between okay and uh, and what and where is the access again uh, the access would be on the uh, south east corner of the lake. Um, and uh, there's there's a road sign off of County Road 28 when you come south from 210 on uh, 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 just west of Aiken. Anything else we need to know about Cedar Lake? Oh gosh, uh, yeah, en- enjoy it, but it is busy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a popular lake for uh, water recreation as well as fishing and touring in the evening with your the the, the pontoon boats. So. Um, it's a, it is a busy lake, so be be safe out there. Well, and again, it's it's a lake that'll bend the rod. I mean, you got some crappies and bluegills, you got the bass, you got walleyes, you got northerns, and um, so you can uh, certainly find action. And then, if you are the the predator type, uh, you can go hunt muskies. Absolutely, and with thirty, you know, almost thirty miles of shoreline, there's there's certainly it'll be a spot for you. It's Cedar Lake, our Lake of the Week. Rick Brusowitz, the Area Fisheries Supervisor out of the Aitken area with the details. Rick, thanks for joining us again. Oh, you bet. Thank you, Kevin. That's it for today. Tomorrow we put on our Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors hat because we'll be talking about a big event coming in the Northwest Regional Sports Park with the Bemidji Area Shooters Association. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast. 
sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. <laughs>